I'm Bridget Fettesi, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of May 30th to June 5th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. If you want to support this shim-sham flim-flam operation, please join Fettesi.com and subscribe to what is a magical wonderland. You also get the unedited version of this show that's the best way you can support us and if you can't afford that we understand just subscribe and tell your friends about us touch the bells and buttons like subscribe and comment tell sam your favorite part of the vagina (laughs) i was gonna say like some obscure movie but Maggie had to go there. Right. Tell Sam your favorite part of the vagina. Sammy Flapsonfolds is her name, after all. It's true. It's true. Troll in exile. Trump's blog page shuts down for good. I just love this story because Trump was all big energy. I'm going to start a media company. And then he started a blog. And then people in his inner circle were telling him that it made him look small and irrelevant because no one was going to the blog (laughs) or talking about it. And so a month later, he shut it down. There are people on Substack making seven figures. And Trump started a blog and no one read it. Yeah, but they're writers. He's not a writer. True. His like power comes from what what's Tweeting. he going to say next? Yeah, uh-huh. his kind of fast and loose and watching him on TV. Yeah, microblogging. Yeah, he's a master at microblogging. I didn't even know he had a blog <laughs> until he shut it down. Like, That's even more embarrassing. He should have just shut it down and not said anything, right? Because people like Sam are just finding out he had a blog from the fact that he shut it down. Poor little troll in exile. And it would have fueled the conspiracy. Oh, he got shut down even on his blog. He's going to end up on Parlor. We all know you're going to Parlor to feed the fish. And then we have Petto in Chief. (laughs) (laughs) I renamed the category just for this week. Biden delays the beginning of his speech to make sure young girls in the audience get ice cream. And I got to make one check I just had to make sure the two girls got ice cream when this is over. I feel like Biden needs to stop being creepy. He will stop talking and just go to wherever the young girls are. It's so creepy. And then people, I feel like I'm crazy because people in the mentions of wherever you post this on Twitter or whatever, when they post these videos, there will be people in the mentions and they're like, oh, it's so nice to have another human as president again. I'm like, wait, what? Am I missing something? What are you watching? Stop focusing on young girls. <laughs> How about that? So creepy. He's Biden is just perpetually being creepy and everyone's fine with it. Is it because he can't smell them anymore? He can't (laughs) sniff their hair. He can't sniff them now. So he's offering them ice cream. Did he lose his sense of smell because of COVID? Is that what it is? (laughs) Conspiracy theories we can get behind. A woman on TikTok makes a video telling people how to explain kink to 10 year olds. Did you have fun today, kiddo? It was your first pride parade. That's amazing. So those people were doing a type of adult dress up. And just like when you put on your dinosaur costume and that makes you feel good, when they put on those things, it makes them feel really good. What is going on? I know it's Pride Month and everything, and everybody's talking about all the cool things that have to do with the queer, gay, LGBTQ plus community. But let's keep it to adults. Let's keep the conversation about kink to, you know... Even teenagers feels a little awkward to me, but 
okay, they're online, they see stuff. But 10, under 10 year olds? Yeah. Did you see anything that you have questions on? No, that would be considered grooming if you were having that conversation with a child. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I know that they're like, oh, we took them to the pride parade and we now we need to explain why this guy is in leather. Yeah. You don't, You can just be like, well, sometimes adults wear funny things. Yeah. You yeah. don't need to be like, like, you wouldn't like one flavor of ice cream all the time. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, Stop I bringing the ice cream into it. <laughs> It's actually really important that we have different things. Can you imagine if we only had one flavor of ice cream? Q was right. <laughs> we have a pedo in chief. Who knows? Maybe this goes all the way to the top. <laughs> well, apparently it does if we nicknamed him pedo in chief. <laughs> Where are the children that Alex Jones found in the van? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really fucked up when like 20 years from now they're like, these idiots never listened to the one prophet who is speaking the truth, and his name was Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I hope I'm dead before that happens. <laughs> We're all going to be dead from climate change, Maggie. Don't worry. That's true. And then we have Dalton parents are enraged over masturbation videos for first graders. This was How come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes I like to touch my vulva too. If my child was shown this video in school, I would not hesitate to pull my kid out of that school. It is so creepy. And again, what is the focus on Constantly making kids aware of their private parts and sexuality and kink and their gender and how you can do it. It's like, in no. The, no, I don't even know how to label it. It feels like there's a very big push to like groom all the children. It feels very much like grooming. This should be with parents to deal with however they choose to deal with it. They're having these conversations with kids about all of this stuff and it's so young, but it feels like they want other people to be kind of in charge of this aspect of the children's development and it feels super creepy to me. Yeah. Adults yeah. have privates and they're not showing them in public yet. I feel like that's coming <laughs> any minute now. You have a clitoris that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. Grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? One of you pointed out that there's no mention of, no. like, inappropriate touching. Yeah, no, there's yeah. no, like, oh, and nobody should touch you there. And if they do, you should tell somebody. You would think that would be an important part of this lesson. Doesn't seem like there's any mention of that. And then, who made this video? I hope it was adults pretending to be children. I hope they didn't actually cast children to make this video. It sounds like adults in like children voices. Yeah. All of it is creepy. What what are you thinking when you're doing this? What are you thinking when you're playing this? Six year olds. They grow up so fast now. They don't need to be thinking about this stuff. No. Uh Why are we putting all this fucked up shit in kids' brains about race and sex? It's fucked up. It is up and stop lately i feel like i've been radicalized (laughs) and this is the shit that radicalizes me where i'm like no we need to protect the kids we need to protect the kids from viewing everything through the lens of race we need to protect the kids from being groomed by society and culture it's just fucking weird. Homeschool your children. <laughs> I know it's a lot of work, but at least they won't be indoctrinated 
with all of this insanity and groomed by the teachers, apparently. Ugh. All right. Proof Dumpster Fire is running the simulation. We're running the simulation. And everybody knows that we're always right. If you watch Dumpster Fire, you are ahead of the fight because we're taking down those stupid commies. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That was the radicalization. No, but we are just calling things out, and then they're happening. We're prophets. We're uh, prophets, basically. The WHO renames UK and other COVID variants with Greek letters after watching last week's Dumpster Fire. Obviously, they watched our Dumpster Fire because Clush Schwab is obsessed with Sam. He knows He knows <laughs> that Sam... me. <laughs> and it's a symbiotic love-hate relationship. It is, and he's watching you, and uh, unfortunately now, Dumpster Fire, we will not be controlled by you, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> you pandering to us by changing all of those variants to Greek letters, as much as I... Take it as a huge compliment that you listen to us. You are not going to flatter us into submission. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we see your agenda. It was weird, though. Yeah, it was super weird. It was like, like we the launched day it that after. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and four hours later, they came out with the announcement. I was like, ooh. See, if you listen to Dumpster Fire, you'll be on the right side of history. <laughs> Her story. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> A killer drone hunted down a human target without being told to. (laughs) Nothing to see here. Just an autonomous murder drone (laughs) chasing down random people. Where was it? In Lebanon? Without orders. Yeah, I think so. Libya. It was was made by, it was a Turkish drone. People are like, hey, we should probably ban these murder drones that hunt down people and have their own will and probably aren't great at determining who that person is. Chasing them from the back of their head. And the Russians and Americans were like, yeah, no. no we're we're not. not banning murder drones. It was unclear from the report whether the drone actually killed someone or not. <laughs> <laughs> My feeling is that, A, we warned you. And B, I think you have to stockpile slingshots as well as sand. Just like, like sand blasters. We need, like, guns that shoot <laughs> yeah, sand, sand at blasters. the drones. And it's not clear to me. The drone is, like, a suicide drone? I don't know. I feel like I read that it would just like detonate, self-explode it or something. Oh, self-destruct? I'm not sure. I could be making that up. Mm, That sounds like like something you might make up. (laughs) No, I think, I don't think it was shooting him. It didn't say that it was armed with like a gun or anything. It just said it was. A killer drone? Yeah, but I think it's because it finds you and And self-destructs. That sounds like a huge waste of money. Maybe we should start reading these articles. (laughs) We're right about everything, though, (laughs) even though we do no research. (laughs) Sheath underwear was created by an Iraq war veteran, and it was designed to keep his parts dry in that hot desert heat. My husband is obsessed with these boxers, and he had to show me today exactly why, because he's been talking so much about them, but he demonstrated the dual pouch system that they came up with, which is ingenious. In the dual pouch, you put your big old family jewels protected in a little sack that's built into the boxers, and then there's a little hole, and you put your penis through that. It separates your genitals from your inner thigh as well as your penis from the testicles. Every man I know who has bought them has said they're completely life-changing. I think it's a great Father's Day gift for wives to give to their husbands in particular or boyfriends or whatever. There's a brand-new women's line. 
There are also sports bras. The women's line is made of modal fabric. It breathes. I wear it every day. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use the promo code DUMPSTER for 20% off your entire order. Link is in the description below. All right, moving on to Conspiracy Corner <laughs> with Sammy Flapsenfold. So just a quick little note to the devotion to the cause that is Dumpster Fire. We were supposed to have a week off. When the Fauci emails dropped, <laughs> Sam texts me and she's like, we're doing dumpster fire. I am not letting this guy get away with this. <laughs> because she knows that we have a lot of influence at the WHO. We do. We're so on tell you. us, Sam. Tell us about how tell you were right again. Yes. Due to the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Prestigious news sites such as BuzzFeed and the Washington Post were able to get over 3,000 Fauci emails. And through them, we've been able to find that Fauci kind of flip-flopped back and forth on wearing masks and also gain-of-function. Can you explain? What does that mean? Gain-of-function research involves creation of pathogens that are more transmissible or deadly than naturally occurring strains. While this kind of research can have important public health benefits, it can also pose serious risks regarding biosafety and biosecurity. Because Obama banned them. Obama banned them. Yeah. And then through whatever funds it was then funded over in china so a couple of weeks ago rand paul was grilling fauci dr fauci do you still support funding of the nih funding of the lab in wuhan you are entire entirely and completely incorrect then started saying well maybe the lab leak theory is plausible why did you dismiss the lab leak theory as as credible i didn't dismiss anything we are in favor of further investigation. So long story short, it's always the emails. <laughs> it's just so funny. Fauci's ouchie, but his emails. <laughs> the thing that bothers me the most about this story is that the mainstream media is pivoting and saying, oh, we never said that this wasn't a story. And now they're saying, oh, we didn't cover it because it was racist or Trump or et cetera. You have to be blessed by the right person or the right person has to say these things before people can hear them. Uh -huh. And that bothers me so much. There was a whole article about how it was like liberals should be worried that the lab leak theory was so ignored. And I'm like, where the fuck have you guys been for five years? We've all been saying this. There, every, every single thing that people have been saying for five years is now being said by the right people. And now suddenly people can hear it and it's acceptable. And then this is the same group that's like, we're immune to propaganda and we're above yeah. being tricked by the media. I'm like, you guys are the fucking worst and think everyone is stupid and talk down to everybody. Like all these idiots who believe these conspiracy theories that end up being true. Brett Weinstein and Heather Hang have been on this from the get go. Mm -hmm. The Dark Horse podcast, they've been talking about this for a year and were deplatformed and censored. There are people out there who had Facebook posts taken down, were called kooks, conspiracy theorists, for saying publicly a year ago what we now say may be possible. And I think those people deserve an apology at a minimum. Bias hurts people, and it's not just people who you don't like. <laughs> uh -huh. Moving on to journalism. This should have been in journalism, but... We left it with Sam because she has a deep hatred for right. Fauci. Vox headline reads, 
Violent anti-Semitism spiked during the Israel-Hamas war, and we don't know why. And we don't know why. You don't say that. I mean, coming on the heels of what we just discussed, which is the bias affecting all of our journalists and media on the left wing, to the headline like this, and you know what? They're going to come out and say, oh, we figured out where this bias is, where, where this violence is coming from, like a year from now, when everyone's been reporting on it. And I understand, finally, why they won't have people like me on CNN or MSNBC. Because... People always say, well, oh, if you're so balanced and center, how come you're only on Fox? Well, Fox is the only one that has any of us on to talk. Mm -hmm. CNN and MSNBC don't invite people who have left the left, push back against the left, have issues with the approved message of the left. And I was talking to my dad, and we were just talking about the rampant violence taking over the country. Mm -hmm. And there was a incident in our very small town that was really tragic and I was talking about the anti-Semitism in Los Angeles and how it's really overtaking my friends need armed guards at their grocery stores and people are getting beat in the streets Jews are getting beat in the streets we covered this a couple weeks ago and my dad said and this was so mind-blowing to me he said oh is that because of all the white nationalists I'm like Look, he doesn't, he's not on social media. He is a grandpa. He has like freaking 12 grandkids now. I don't think he's paying attention as much. He really only watches CNN and MSNBC. And I realized that this is the logical good faith conclusion one would draw if you only watched those two networks. Right. I was like, yeah, dad, all the KKK running around the streets of LA. Like, what? What I told him, I was like, I don't even have time to have this conversation right now. So we'll have to catch up when I go home. Wow. Yeah, it was mind blowing. But that is the level. I mean, they're being so lied to. Yeah, that's you want to talk about fucking propaganda and keeping somebody in a bubble. And people in my mentions, when I mentioned this to someone on Twitter, were like, oh, it seems like your dad's not paying attention. But yes, that's true to a certain point. But you it's more what he's not being told. Right. Yeah. That is so unsettling to me. Right. I mean, to me, this headline perfectly exemplifies exactly the statement my dad made. Yeah. Yeah. You offer no information to these people. You give them nothing. You're just going to let them think it's white nationalists who are doing this. Yeah. Right. Being outrageous. Like, subscribe, and comment, and touch my bells and buttons. Okay, capitalism always wins. Pride Month is here. And, and corporations are here for it. Yes, they are. Skittles is releasing a colorless candy because there's only one rainbow that matters during Pride Month. So they de-rainbow their candy? Yeah, they turned it all gray. Who wants oh, to eat Jesus. gray candy? It's like eating rocks. <laughs> I have no problem with corporations pandering to communities because capitalism always wins and we know that this happens. So... I had somebody in the Phetasy.com community point out that they felt invisible for a long time and they liked feeling like the corporations recognize them as humans. Yeah. When they make these kinds of statements, it feels a little bit over the top and even all the gay people I know are like, okay, calm down. <laughs> this just feels a uh -huh. little gross. Uh -huh. The problem I have is the hypocrisy. The corporations will put the rainbows in their logos that exist on their social media for anywhere in the West, Israel, but then when it comes to Asia and the Middle East, 
oh, magically, there's no rainbow anymore. Uh-huh. I wonder yeah. why that could be. Hmm, because these corporations don't give a shit about gay rights, and right. they don't care. And that's my issue, is the fucking hypocrisy. People had to fight for these rights. People in these countries die because they're homosexual. Yeah. And you're going to be like, we care about the gays, see the rainbow in our logo. If you really give a shit, you'll, you'll put it up all across the board. Right. And, and they just don't want to alienate their customers oh. in, those, in those markets. And it's so fucking... Bonkers. I can't believe anyone falls for this shit. Yeah. So I understand. Cool that you want to be seen, but maybe use that voice and platform to pressure these companies to put their money where their mouth is and take an actual stand instead of pretending to care. Right. Because they don't care. No. Just know. Just know they don't care. Then we have my nemesis is at it again. This was breaking news this morning as we were writing for Dumpster Fire. Anonymous came for Elon. I'm just so grateful to know that Anonymous is on the same page as me with Elon, which is that he's just a billionaire who's desperate to be cool and wants attention. And he's f***ing with people's livelihoods and also is a selfish douchebag. He's my nemesis for all of these reasons. This is a message from Anonymous for Elon Musk. People are beginning to see you as nothing more than another narcissistic rich dude who is desperate for attention. It seems that the games you have played with the crypto markets have destroyed lives. I sent them that script. (laughs) I'm glad Anonymous jumped on the bandwagon that we here at Dumpster Fire started long ago. (laughs) Once again, if you watch Dumpster Fire, you're so far ahead of the curve. You are the tip of the spear, Dumpster Fire viewers. (laughs) If Anonymous was ever like, Bridget Fantasy, you... (laughs) You'd have been using your power. <laughs> You'd be like, and it's time to fake my death. Yeah. <laughs> the BDE Award. Mom and Pumps gives school board a dressing down. Oh, my God. This woman was my hero. I just love her pumps. And she was just saying, you work for me. You work for me. I don't work for you. Which is true. Everyone should start pushing back. She was pushing back against the racism that they were teaching her kids. She was pushing back against them teaching the kids that they should be hateful towards the police. Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. She just went off on, I think it was the school board. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not sure. I feel like it was, but she was going off about how they should be protecting the kids and that they were just indoctrinating them with all this hateful ideology that makes them hate each other, that divides them up by race, that makes them hate police. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. It's good to see the BDE Award is going to everyone who's pushing back against this because I think it's important that people start speaking up. I have been screaming on here, speak while you can, because it's much easier to push back against this stuff before it gets implemented it's much harder to take an anti-racist you know class or a requirement or something you need to attend for your work out of the system than it is to push back against it and say okay how effective are these things they've done tons of studies there's actually no evidence that any of these diversity trainings or any of this kind of critical race theory is effective in diminishing bias and racism In fact, they find that it makes it worse. I'm sure it does. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine getting people to focus on race makes racism worse. 
Yeah, people need to push back against us, and people are starting to. All kinds of people all over America. And there are countries pushing back against it that are saying, we don't want this United States ideology in our country. It's toxic. Right, and then there was a great video by... Corey and royalty. Yeah, there was a great video. Dave Rubin actually interviewed them once they went viral. And it was this man, Corey, with the cutest daughter ever royalty. And he specifically calls out critical race theory. And he says, I will not teach this to my daughter. How we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice. This is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children. It's not going to happen. No matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard. We need to stop CRT. Children do not see skin color, man. If they're good people, they love them. And to be respectful to people if they're good people. That's what we should be judging people on. No one has a monopoly on being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) True. Like, that is the most racist thing ever. To think that you can not be a dick if you're whatever color. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Elon might have the monopoly on being a dick. (laughs) Everything is racist. Speaking of cult leaders with too much power and money. Cult leader Ibram X. Kendi can't (laughs) define the term racism. How do you define racism? As a collection of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. This is basic 101. You can't use the word to define the word. When someone asks you what the definition of a word is and you use that word, you're not helping clarify things. And John McWhorter had an absolutely brilliant tweet about it. Yeah. And we're interviewing him on Watkins Welcome. Subscribe to Watkins Welcome while you have a chance. In which academic discipline is this circular, naive, deer caught in the headlights response to a basic and urgent question considered insightful or excellent? A national culture exempting this, which sadly is typical of him, from judgment is unintentionally racist itself. Yeah. Brilliant. The way that the reporter was like, <laughs> I'm so apologetic. He's like, I I might have missed you defining racism. I, and that's quite possible because I'm an idiot. Unless I missed it, which is possible. I don't I didn't hear your personal definition. Is there is there one? And then he gave an undefinition of racism, like a zero <laughs> definition of racism. And everyone was like laughing and clapping. And you could hear them being like, the, the, that didn't can you repeat it? And he's like, yes, I can. I'm convinced this guy is trolling us. Uh-huh. I'm convinced. I'm convinced he's like actually a genius who is like, I'm going to come up with the most nonsensical racist ideology and then i'm gonna try and trick white people into paying me for it and believing it (laughs) and see how they go along with it to see like how actually racist people are it's a social experiment yeah because it actually it's it ends up being more racist and all and people who are like yo this is racist are the ones who are right correct Uh uh it's the people who are like you're right cult leader he's exploiting white guilt it's bad it's It's all bad. Yep. Then we have something that was actually racist. The NFL pledges to halt race norming review, which assumes black players start with lower cognitive function. 
there is systemic racism. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't I don't think that we deny that this exists in our country. This was the past week was the anniversary of the Tulsa riots where they burned down all of Black Wall Street. The Tulsa massacre was not the only example of this. There are many that we never learned about. Tom Hanks had a great New York Times opinion piece, which is how come I never learned about this growing up. It Mm. is shameful that we didn't learn about this. And I'm just actually grateful to learn that I was not alone. It seems like nobody learned about this until a couple of years ago. As Tom Hanks says in his piece, imagine if we had learned about this in fifth grade, you know, how that would have changed what things would look like even now. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful we are learning about this stuff now. And this stuff with the NFL is fucking disgusting. It sounds like they took an affirmative action policy that was actually meant to help the black community and people with dementia and then exploited it so that they didn't have to spend as much money on the players who are basically suing them and asking for money because they all have brain damage from playing playing football. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the matriarchy is so badass. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to show everybody this video because it is hilarious. Maggie went down some rabbit hole and found it. I know. I was on YouTube last night. People on TikTok have discovered the period cramp simulator and the videos are hilarious. Hilarious. We tried a period cramp simulator. I'm gonna go to a five because that's a real period simulation. <laughs> okay. I'm in level four. No, you're still in two. Okay, I'm dead. What am I on? <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> I used to waitress, and I love the women just, like, drinking their juice, being like, I don't even feel it. You're like, my, yeah, <laughs> this is normal. My are cramps like, are, like, oh ten God. times worse than this, and the guys are like, ah, they're, like, on a two. Yeah. I have long said if men got their periods, we would have a week off every month. Uh-huh. This is where technology oh, yeah, is great. I think that, that I, is for all the dystopian crap, there's a lot of good about technology, and this is one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> thank you, technology. Every man should have to wear a period simulator at least once in his life. Uh-huh. Can you imagine? For like a week. For like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the full days. These guys had it on for like minutes and we're like, nope, nope, can't. Yeah. And the girls are just like, yeah. We'll randomly bump it up to a 10 while you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is what happens. And then we have what is happening? <laughs> Italian artist sells invisible sculpture for more than $18,000. We too here at Dumpster Fire have a dumpster fire. That's our, it's our found object this week. And it is an invisible dumpster fire statue. It comes with very specific display instructions, just like this statue that was sold for $18,000. Yeah, the dis- the sculpture must be displayed in a private home free from any obstruction in an area that is about five foot long by five foot wide. Because the piece does not exist, there are no special lighting or climate requirements. I mean, if you want to just piss away $18,000, we could do so many things with that. We'll give you a bill of sale. We'll give you a bill of sale. You can buy our, it's right here. It's a dumpster fire. It's breathtaking. It's gorgeous. Oh, Absolutely. Beautiful. I stayed up. Night after night working on this piece. Shipping is free. For only $20,000, this piece can be yours. 
We will make you a certificate. I will kiss it with my red lips. There we go. That's worth 20 grand right by itself. (laughs) Dumpster diving. Red snacks in my crimpy hair dumpster. (laughs) 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 All right. The bodybuilder who wed two sex dolls, apparently, is now open to dating humans. How many sex dolls can you marry in Kazakhstan? How many wives can you have in Kazakhstan is the real question. (laughs) And then we have Osho. Osho is my spirit animal. This old video of Osho resurfaced. Government by the people, of the people, for the people. But the people are retarded. So let us say, government by the retarded, (laughs) for the retarded, of the retarded. And he's being hilarious as Osho is known to be when he wasn't taking over towns and starting cults. And we just wanted to say that we're retiring the R word. We just want to replace it with tongue thrusted. (laughs) We're replacing all forms of the R word with tongue thrust, tongue Tongue thruster, tongue thrust, tongue thrusted. Yep. That's just so you know. We need to just make up a whole new word for someone with special needs, but not that special. Are you tongue thrusted? We're working on it. (laughs) It's a work in progress. It makes us giggle. Yeah, I'm tongue thrusted as F. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then we have Breaking Bridget. (laughs) Hong Kong's Victoria Park empty for the first time in 32 years on Tiananmen anniversary as police cordon off venue. I'm old enough to remember Tiananmen Square. I was young, but I remember my parents being deeply disturbed and upset by it. Just seeing the image of Hong Kong for 32 years, having people in Victoria Park and then just dead empty. We failed Hong Kong. We've been talking about this for a year. They were singing our f***ing anthem and waving our flag in the streets, hoping that we would come. And the rock has red And did we? No, we failed them. We'll probably fail Taiwan, too, because we have sold our soul out for f***ing cheap labor. We sold the Uyghurs out, too. There's like a genocide going on, and nobody f***ing cares. There's nothing we can do. I don't know, other than bring awareness to it and try and divest from China as much as possible, which good f***ing luck with that. Yeah. And just my products, I don't know what to do. Everybody just let this slide. And it's tragic. They lost their freedom of speech. I just feel helpless and like a failure. And it is it is tragic. It's a tragedy what happened to Hong Kong. Yeah. It was a very free democratic society. And they fought so hard to resist exactly what happened and just seeing how quickly. It makes me realize how precious all this shit is. Reagan did say we are truly one generation away from losing our freedom. And if there is nothing else that is a visual representation of this, it should be that there were people in the square in 2020 and in 2021, that park was empty in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So that was lost in one year. Just like that. A woman who was the activist who got arrested for saying, just light a candle in your window or light up your phone. And she got arrested for even pushing that. Wow. 
and we have to remember and fight, and I'm not exactly sure how, and I really every day feel like my apocalyptic dream about China is a little too close for comfort where we get invaded by China. I feel like China could invade us and take over in like one day. Yeah. Yeah, we failed them. I'm sorry, Hong Kong. We failed you. If you searched for Tank Man, the image, nothing came up on Bing until they were called out on it. And then they said it was a human error. And I was like, oh, was that human? An intern from China? Algorithms do all this. You're telling me this was a human error and Uh with no explanation? What? Like, how fucking dumb do you think we are? But that's terrifying, too. We have all these signs. Signs that we're just selling out our freedom for, like, what? Plastic shit that we don't need? The thing I hate, too, is people are like, you can't call out the Chinese Communist Party because it causes Asian hate in America. I'm like, I'm not calling out (laughs) Asian people. I'm calling out the Chinese Communist Party for taking over. Right. Mm -hmm. So just try and be able to, like, parse these things in your minds, please. We have some clips. The internet is truly glorious. Would you stay? Always knowing life is going to be late. I've no idea. Wow! But I saw her for what she really was. A freak. You're asking me about the weather? Then we had Fetacy News. We had the Pulitzer Prize winning what? Journalist Glenn Greenwald on Watkins Welcome this week. I don't know what a big deal like that was doing sitting down with me, but we are best friends for life now and had a great conversation. Check out Watkins Welcome. Please subscribe wherever podcasts are available. It is a great show. We probably have bigger guests than you could imagine if you just scroll through the list. And we have a lot of really exciting guests coming up. Subscribe so you don't miss any of them. Join Fetacy.com for the mostly unedited version of this shit show that drops on Sundays. You get it early. And also there's writing prompts. We're probably starting a summer camp for adults virtual. And there are workouts. So come on in. It's fun. It's friendly. And it's fam. It's the fam. I have a Substack. You can join that, the link right here, and as well as BridgetFetacy.com for merch. We have tons of new stuff and more T-shirts and stuff coming. If there's something specifically you want and are missing out on, please put it in the comments. We like to hear your feedback about what kind of merch you'd like to see, our audience. We don't always know, so let Maggie know what merch you want to see. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors, you very brave souls. We appreciate anybody who supports us, so support the people who are supporting independent voices out there while you still can. And like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. Thank you to all of our supporters, subscribers. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for the research. Can't do this without Better Fetacy. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter for a more hilarious version of me. Thank you, ZenPro Audio, for the juicy mic. For all of your audio needs, use small businesses like ZenPro Audio, who supports independent voices like me, Malice, and many of probably your other favorites. Thank you, Maggie and Sam. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Bridget. We are off next week, so make sure you subscribe, touch our bells and buttons so you don't miss a single episode of Dumpster Fire. We will be back on the 21st. This has been your Dumpster Fire for the week of May 30th to June 5th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now, 